out of nothing, I'm just going to create this podcast. We uh, were reading in Confessions Book 12 and how God had created the heavens and earth, heaven and earth. But what did he do after that? And So we have to finish uh, Book 12. At 29.40, but he who interprets in the beginning he made, as meaning first he made, can only understand heaven and earth as being the matter out of which heaven and earth are made. In other words, the entire creation, that is the intelligible and physical. For if he maintains that the entire creation was already formed, he might rightly be asked, if God made the first, what did he make next? I think he just made this podcast, probably. What did he make next? Having made the entire creation, there was nothing left to make. And the next question will inevitably, how could God have made this first if after that he made nothing? Did he make anything subsequent to making heaven and earth? But were he to reply that God first made the formless and then the created formed creation? Mira? Mira starting? Yeah, okay. What? And for me? I'll take you. You. I'll take you. That's my arepa for tarde. That's for later. That was made second out of not out of nothing. It was made from heaven and earth. It was then the form creation of Amaya Repa. That is not unreasonable as long as he is capable of distinguishing what proceeds uh, in eternity and what proceeds in time, in choice, and in origin. In eternity, the way God proceeds all things in time, the way the flower proceeds the fruit. In choice, the way the fruit is chosen before the flower. In origin, the way the sound proceeds the song. So... We're talking about the sound that precedes this podcast, or the sound that precedes the song. Of these four kinds of prasadas, the first and the last I have just mentioned are the most difficult to comprehend, while the two middle ones are the easiest to understand, since beholding your eternity, Lord, immutable by, but creating the mutable, therefore preceding this creation is a rare vision that is most difficult to behold. It's hard to see... That which precedes creation is a rare vision that is most difficult to behold. So you really have to meditate pretty deeply to go back before creation in your meditation. That's a rare vision. But whose mind? But... uh, but whose mind is so sharp as to be able to distinguish without great toil how the sound precedes the song, since the song consists of form sound, and while a thing that is not formed can exist, that which does not exist cannot be formed. Consequently, the matter precedes that which is made from it, matter preceding it, not because it makes it, but rather because it is made, and nor does it precede it by an interval of time, since we do not first utter formless sounds within time without singing. Then gather these formless sounds together to fashion them into the form of a song, in the way we might fashion wood into a box or silver into a vase. 
since materials proceed within time, the forms of the things that which are made from them. But this is not so in singing. When a song is sung, the song sound is heard. It does not first sound out formlessly and then it be formed into a song. For whatever will sound out will pass on. Nothing remains to be gathered in skillfully fashion. Thus the song is rooted in its sound, its sound being its matter, and it is the matter that is formed so that it can become a song. Therefore I have said the matter of which sound consists precedes the form of the song, not preceding it by its capacity to create the song for a song. Sound cannot be the creator of the song, but rising from a body, presenting a mind with the matter out of which to create a song. Nor is the sound first within time, for it is emitted together with the song, nor is it first in choice. For a sound is not preferred above a song, since the song is not only a sound, but a beautiful one. So this is how to make a beautiful song. <laughs> Not just a sound. The sound, however, is first an origin because the song is not formed so that it will be a sound. But a sound uh, is formed so that it will be a song. A sound is formed so that it will be a song. <laughs> so, we're talking about the ultimate in entertainment here. Therefore, through this example, may those who are able to understand how the matter of all things was created first and called heaven and earth, because heaven and earth were made out of it. But it was not made first in time, because the form of things are what gives time, rise to time, while it was without form, and only simultaneously with time became perceivable to us. Yeah, what happened is the sound or the music of the spheres in with time became perceivable to us. Uh, we were able to listen to the music of the spheres uh, only simultaneously with time became perceivable to us. And yet formless matter cannot be put into words other than by describing it as being first in time, whereas it is last in rank. Because formed things are superior to what is unformed and are preceded by the eternity of the Creator so that out of nothing something can be created. So, basically, out of nothing I can create this podcast. Uh, uh, after utilizing the ultimate in entertainment, which is listening to the music of the spheres. Huh. Not television. If you want entertained, you don't watch television. You plug your ears and listen to sound of creation. 30.41 I do not know out of nothing, out how, how it is that out of nothing something can be created, so I'm going to read further. 30.41, in this diversity, the true interpretation, so let truth itself give rise to concord, and may our God have mercy upon us, that we may use the law, lawfully the purpose of the commandment being pure love. Yeah, the purpose of this podcast is pure love. 
Timothy 1.5 Now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a pure good conscience, and from a sincere faith. Thus, if someone were to ask me, which of all these interpretations your servant Moses held, I cannot reply in my confessions other than to confess to you. I do not know. Well, I've been saying all along that I do not know. My favorite line is Noah say, I do not know. <laughs> My favorite uh, Spanish phrase is Noah say. <laughs> but I do know that these interpretations are true, except the carnal ones, which about which I have spoken to the extent that I deem necessary. Though there is still hope for the babes who embrace those carnal ideas, for they are not frightened by the verses of your book, which are humble, profound, and copious in their few words. Uh, yeah, they could just read books. And babes, if you're still just a babe. Uh, Corinthians... Three one and I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. Uh -huh. Yeah, if you're not enlightened, I could still speak to you as just a babe in Christ. Uh -huh. So there's still some hope for you. If you're not frightened by this podcast. Uh -huh. But I avow that all we who see and speak out the truth delivered in those few words, let us love one another, and together all love you, our God, fountain of truth, if it is for truth and not empty vanities that we thirst. Let us honor your servant Moses, who filled with your spirit, dispensed the scripture to your people. Let us believe that when through your revelation he wrote these words, the meaning intended was the one that is most exalted in the illumination of truth and precious benefit. Yeah, this is really just... It's for your benefit and it's to illuminate the truth. I mean, I'm not doing this uh, for any other reason. 31.42. So when someone says, Moses meant his words as I interpret them, and another... No, he meant them the way I interpret them. I believe it would be most more pious to say, quote, why not both interpretations? Since both are true, and if there is a third or fourth interpretation, if someone sees yet another truth in his words, why should we not believe all? That all these truths were seen by Moses, through whom the one God has tempered the Holy Spirit Scripture to the comprehension of many, so that we will see true and diverse things. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay to go ahead and interpret Moses the way the Christians do, or the way the Jews do, or the way the Muslims do. You can go ahead and just, you can merge the three, religi three religions into one and call it Abrahamism. So it's no problem. Uh, it's not a problem, huh? I speak boldly.
Some people think I speak boldly with conviction. I speak boldly and with conviction from my heart that if I had to write words of such supreme authority, I would prefer to write them in such a way that whatever truth anyone could understand would be resound from my words rather than set down my own meaning so clearly as to exclude any other truths that could not offend me with any possibility of falseness. I could exclude uh, all the false stuff I say, but, huh? Oh, you're putting boiled agua in there? I understand you're putting this agua. Okay, you're going to cool it? You know, I see. I know you're making boiled agua. I don't know why this. She does it, but uh, I don't know why there's a possibility of falseness in this podcast. I therefore should would not be so rash, my God, as to believe that Moses would merit any less from you when he wrote those words he most certainly meant and thought whatever truth. We have been able to find another truth that we could not and have not yet been able to find, but which might be found in them. So close to being done. Why do you want to be done when you could read on forever? <laughs> well, and I confess to being slow in finishing this book. <laughs> what other confessions do you have? Well, uh, no. Let me think of them. <laughs> 32.43. To conclude, word who are God and not flesh and blood, even if men see less in the words that Moses wrote, could any truth remain hidden from your good spirit? Who shall lead me to the right land? Any truth that you might reveal to future readers, even if Moses, through whom the words were written, held only one truth out of the many. Psalms 142.10 Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy good spirit shall lead me into the right land. Lead me. That's me being led to the right land uh, by juicing, by using, by drinking juice. I'm being led to the right land, uh, who shall lead me to the right land or to the right park to play tennis. Uh, any truths that you might reveal to future readers, even if Moses, through whom the words were written, held only one truth, I don't know any, if this be so. Let the interpretation that Moses held be more exalted than the rest. But to us, Lord, either reveal that some that same truth or any other that pleases you, so that whether you reveal the same meaning to us as you did to your servant Moses, or 
some other meaning through the application of those words, you are nourishing us and may not, and may no error entrap us. I'm not trying to get entrap you with an error. So I don't want to be entrapped. And may no error entrap us. Behold, Lord, my God, how much I have written on such few words of Scripture. Oh, how much. Oh, how my strength suffice or my time if I endeavor to write in, this, in the same way on all your books. Yeah, I'm endeavoring to read. Oh, thank you, honey. All, all his books. If I endeavor to read all major scriptures of all religions, uh, if I endeavor to podcast in the same way on all God's scriptures in every religion. Huh. Really? If I endeavor to write in the same way on all your books, therefore, grant that I confess to you more briefly. Oh, he's saying, instead of reading all the scriptures, like reading the entire Guru Granth or something, I should confess to you more briefly, and to have chosen one true, certain and good interpretation with which you have inspired me, even though many have occurred to me. Wherever many could occur, I make my confession with the conviction that if I have managed to discover what your servant Moses intended, then that is the right and the best interpretation. That is what I must strive for, for if I have not managed to do so, I strive to interpret that which your truth willed me to interpret in his words, since your truth also willed Moses to interpret what your truth revealed to him. <sighs> so I should, I guess, uh, I got the right and best interpretation. So that is what I must strive for, since I already got it from my guru. Well, so may he lead me into the right land now. Uh -huh.